You're about to listen to a message by Reverend Yomi Kasali of Foundation of Truth Assembly. May the word you hear bear fruit in your heart now and always. Hallelujah. Praise God in the highest. Praise God in the highest. Beautiful time in God's presence. What a beautiful time to exist under the face of the earth. The topic today is the failure of money. That sounds like a very strange topic, but it is. Now, Genesis 47 is my text. Genesis 47, verse number 15. Before I go there, let me quickly explain to you briefly of, about money, our wealth series. The concept and the idea is to let you know that God wants us blessed. God is a God of all flesh and a God of all blessings. However, there are three sources of wealth. I wanted to establish that there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. Because some people tend to think we as a church, they call us non-prosperity preaching church. But that's not true. We preach prosperity, but we just make sure we balance it. And we preach it with, uh, as, a, as a whole. Now, when you consider God as a source, the devil as a source of wealth, and man as a source of wealth. And the fact that wealth that we see today, or riches, is, uh, is there. But there's one more thing as I round up this series, which is called the failure of money. I don't want you to put your trust in money. I'm going to read Genesis 47, verse number 15, where I've taken my text from. And when money failed in the land of Egypt, this is King James's version. Others says when money ended or when they ran out of money. <laughs> Praise God. When money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan. All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, give us bread for why should we die in your presence? For the money we have has failed us. Father, we pray that you will open our eyes through the pages of scriptures that we may learn and know about the failure of money. So many of us will not place our trust in uncertain riches because indeed your word tells us money can fail man help us to understand and to incline our hearts to wisdom in the name of Jesus thank you Lord in Jesus name we pray put your hands together listen that passage before economists they will tell you that it's the first mention of the word inflation in the Bible. The way the economists today would interpret that passage is inflation. That what 2,000 I could buy before, like Zimbabwean dollar at some point, became $50,000. So the money lost value. <laughs> Their money lost value. I don't know if you've heard the story of a butcher of Uganda, late Idiami. When he went to the central bank of Idiami, of Uganda, and he said to the central bank governor, Preach my money! Preach my money! And the man said, Sir, my money has lost value, sir. It's like toilet paper. Say, so You call Uganda money, shit money? He said, Go and kill him. <laughs> he was a dictator, brutal dictator, who did not understand macroeconomics that you don't just print money. You don't just print money. In this passage, there was famine. They were using money to buy things as a exchange, means of exchange at some point they had so much money, no food money failed them what you and I call inflation so they say our money has failed us, look this is give us food, we don't care now that passage in the King James is deep for me, that's why I teach it and I call it the failure of money, the failure of money, so I'm not using an economic term I'm using a bible term so I don't care if economists listen to me today are angry with me and say oh what is this man preaching that's your business I'm preaching the failure of money which is not an economic term and, and this is just what the bible tells us now many people also miss it this way watch me the church over the last few years have preached something very bad very wrong and we've preached it as uh, money answered all things. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. 
and, and we have deceived. We've been deceived by many glutinous preachers, avaricious creatures. They have told us that once you have money, it answers all things. But that's not what that Bible verse says in context. It says a feast, feast, a party is made for laughter. Wine, when you do a party, eh, you buy wine. Wine in that party is, ma- ma- is what maketh merry. But those two things, money answereth all these things. He said, money can throw you a big party. That was what he was saying. The things in question has to do with feasting and whining. And we make it look like, no, everything on earth, money can answer. That's not true. I will share with you today seven things money cannot do. Seven. So you can know that no matter how much money you have, money can fail you. Seven things. You can't tell me money can do all things. It's not possible. There are things money cannot do. There are things money cannot buy. There are places money cannot take you to. Money cannot grant you access into heaven. Oh, I didn't hear that. I know you don't agree with me. I said again, money cannot grant you access into heaven. There was a rich man that died and went to hell. Oh, I know you are not heaven conscious, so that's your business. But I'm just telling you seven things money cannot do. Money cannot be your passport into heaven. Money cannot tell God because you are rich, come in. Men on earth may bow before you, but God in heaven will not bow before money. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Like I said, the church has deceived, has been deceived over the years by saying money answered all things. That's not true. We ignore the context of the passage. We push the wrong theology. We teach the wrong sermons. We try to make money look at the ultimate priority, ultimate desire, ultimate quest for man. That's not why we were made. Money has failed over the last centuries. Big companies I failed. There was a phrase in America. They called it too big to fail. Over the last few years, they found some of those big, massive corporations indeed failed. Because money could not save them. Money could not help them. They made money and they were ruined with money. Hallelujah. Even here on earth. Even here on earth. There are same societies where money cannot bail you out. There are very wealthy men in some small block, cell blocks in America. Benny Madoff stole billions of dollars. He's right now rotting in a cell block in America with all his wealth. Jeffrey Epstein, a very big, rich billionaire, was caught with child trafficking, child sex trafficking. He, he died in a small cell block in New York. Killed himself. I'm not speaking about you Africans or Nigerians that believe anything. Once you have money, you have everything. Money is not God. Money is not everything. Money has failed before, even in Africa, even in Nigeria. One of the wisest men that ever walked in Nigerian soil. I call him wise because those people that have spoken to him while he was alive said he was full of wit and wisdom. Late Chief MKO Abiola. The man that won the widely acclaimed freest and fairest election ever in the history of Nigerian elections, June 12. At some point in his jail, when he was waiting and wondering what will happen to me, said it in Yoruba to his own son. So we heard, Kola Ojutiowo, meaning son, money is ashamed. Whether it's true or not, we know not, but that's a phrase out there. Because at some point he had thought there's nothing money cannot do. For five years he was incarcerated of his own accord. Then I'm not going to go out. And he died in his incarceration. Wise man, great man with wit and wisdom. Wasted like that. Wasted like that. Wasted like that. Money could not save him. Money could not help him. There are many men that money has failed in this our own generation before us. There are things money cannot do. The way we place our trust, our faith in money is scary. 
Bible says, and when money failed in the land of Egypt, listen to me, everybody, those looting Nigerian treasuries today, that money you are stealing will fail you one day in Jesus' name. I pray that prayer is not a curse. I command it out there. Let this word go out there and indeed hit those who are heartless, who are stealing the generation, the wealth that belongs to generations to come. That money will fail you in the name of Jesus. The poor that trust in money. Nigerian students abroad cry every day. Look at the amount of money and they are stolen. They can't even pay. The pledged and covenanted school fees for the students abroad. Roads are death traps. Hospitals and mortuaries are waiting. Doctors are not paid their fair wages. Lecturers are tortured in classrooms. Students are under all kinds of oppressive. I don't know how to say it anymore. We're heartless bunch of leaders in this country money will fail them no matter how much they steal it it will fail them, he cannot rescue them he cannot save them listen brethren there's something called the failure of money those of you that place your trust is on uncertain riches you'll be shocked you'll be shocked, the Bible tells us that man should not, money should not be trusted First Timothy 6.17 Please don't trust money. It's got wings. Charge them that are rich in this world. And you know I mean? That they should not trust in uncertain riches. Don't trust it. Don't put your trust in money. It's got wings. It can fly. Unfortunately, some of us, my colleagues, senior colleagues of mine, the pastors, the bishops, they are the ones that place more trust in wealth and money. Not God. Not God. And we've transferred that kind of trust on our members. For we honor only men that have money. And we despise those without it. We grant audience to those that can pay our bills. We reject those that need audience. All because of money. Brethren, money will fail. There is a failure of money. Do not put your trust. Do not put your trust in uncertain riches. Don't put your trust. My trust, Pastor Jackson, is in God. My trust, Jenkins, is in God. And the God that will bless me, the God that will give you money, Debola, do not trust the gift. Trust the giver. Do not trust the present. Trust the one that can provide for you. Do not trust the provision. Trust your provider. That's who God is and that's who God will be forevermore. Shout yes. Do you know why it's not trust riches? Because riches can deceive. The greatest calm is to believe that riches can solve all your problems. Matthew 13 verse 22 says to us about the deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness. Riches can deceive. Riches, wealth can deceive. Money have a deceptive uh, face or look around it. You keep thinking if I can only have it, everything will be okay. Who told you that? If I can only touch it, if I can only possess it, my life will be different. Who told you that? Money can buy you clothes, cannot buy you beauty. Money can give, can buy you a bed, cannot buy you sleep. For he given his beloved sleep. Some people have the finest beds, live in the biggest mansions. Yeah, they take those tiny little drugs for them to catch two, three hour sleeps. Two, three tiny, two, three tiny drugs, venom, all kinds, just for them to sleep. Yet yeah, they live in a massive mansion, finest beds. What money can buy and what money cannot do. Money buys you bed, but cannot buy you sleep. Money can buy you bed. But money cannot buy you sleep. Praise God. For sleep is a gift from above. Put your hands together. Sleep is a gift from above. Sleep is a gift from above. He gave out his beloved sleep. Hallelujah. There was a prophet who I, a false prophet, even a false prophet, even a false prophet, Jackson, Emmanuel, a false prophet knew what money could not do. Balaam, 
Balaam said it very clearly. He said, he said in Numbers 22 verse 18, he said, he wanted to go and prophesy. They said they were bringing money. Ah, let me go and prophesy. Then God came to meet him in a dream. If you speak. Then Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord. Can you imagine even a false prophet believed that money couldn't produce divine prophecy? All these fake prophets that prophesy for money, they're lying to you. This man was one that can prophesy. He said, but when you come, money cannot buy it. Money cannot produce it. Money cannot produce it. Don't deceive yourself to say, if I give that man of God money, they prophesy. They're lying to you. That man said, even money can, this is a man that loves the wages of unrighteousness. Second Peter chapter 2 tells us, Balaam loved the wages of unrighteousness. Yet, he knew that that money could not trigger a prophecy. He knew he would be telling you lies. Some of us don't believe that. We think that any money, any, there's nothing money cannot do. Find a man of God. Find a daddy geo. Find a mommy geo. Give them money. The, the, who told you that? You are deceiving Yah. Is there? Who loved the wages of unrighteousness? It was so much, he loved money. Every, you know what he did? When they told him they brought more money, he said, ah, Ah, I will try again. He went to another angle, tried to prophesy. God said, No way. He tried several times, no way. He told them in Numbers 24, verse 13, Listen, I've tried seven times or four times to prophesy. There's no word coming. I can see money. I want money, but the word is not coming. Numbers 24, 13. If it is you and I, we will prophesy by force. He said, he said it again. If Balak, I told you before, would give me. Like I said earlier on in Numbers 22, 18, if you would give me everything, his entire house, there's no way I can prophesy. No, 24, 13. 24, 13. I said, like I said in 22, 18, twice he told the servants, twice he told them, I cannot what? Prophesy. Praise God. I said, praise God. So let me give you seven things quickly as a roundup. Because you need to know that money cannot buy some things. I want to tell you about the failure of money. I don't want you to put your trust in horses. Put your trust in chariots. Put your trust in riches. Put your trust in silver. I know the first miracle done in the book of Acts. Apostle Peter said, silver and gold have I none. It's not everything that money can answer. It's not true. It's not money that you need. The man was saying, give me some money. He said, no. There are some things money cannot do. Money cannot make a cripple walk. But in the name of Jesus, rise up and work. There's some things money cannot do. Some things money cannot do. I don't want to be hearing that thing that money can do all things. If I if you say it, I'll be angry. We're talking about feasting. In Ecclesiastes, it's feasting. You can throw the biggest party. You can throw what? The biggest party with money. But you cannot get joy from that party. True joy, true happiness. There are many people that have party and they're crying. You don't get it. You can throw a party with money, but the purpose of the party is to make you happy. You may not be happy. You can be a sad man in a big party. You can be a sad celebrant in a big party. That's why you see some of the finest, of the biggest weddings ever done. Handed up, collapsed. Princess Diana and Prince Charles. The finest and the biggest and the most elaborate, most celebrated wedding of the century. That was a wedding. It was big. On that same night, Prince Charles was already still thinking about his little heart drop. Huh? Are you with me? Fine wedding. Fine. Money answered that one. But money could not produce a good marriage. Are you with me? All these young, young girls on social media, Instagram, I want cash. I want money with money. Money, I want marry. Money, I want marry. You will have a good man. It will give you money, but you can never be happy. Because money cannot buy true happiness in marriage. Money can buy you bed, can buy you clothes, can buy you shoes, can buy you watches, can take you to, the, to, to Dubai, to America, to Europe on first class flights. Money can do all that for you. But while you're flying that first class flight, 
the man's heart is not with you. Number one, the first thing money cannot do. One, money, this is very important for all of you out there, me as a pastor, cannot buy a true man of God. There are men of God that are bought and can be bought with money. I want to say that here. There are men of God that can never be bought with money. Never. Never. And I challenge you, I dare you bring your bill as I say no. Never. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 15. Elisha came, healed a man called Naaman the leper. Naaman came with bags of money to say thank you. Please receive this money from me. He said, no, no, don't worry. Even though I'm broke, I don't need this kind of money. You can go. Naaman was angry. Naaman ran after the man. I mean, Gehazi ran after the man. Say, my master, spare. Say, my master, spare this man. How can I spare him? Went after him, took the money, and he knew. The Elisha, the man of God, knew that his own servant had gone after him. And he rebuked. The Bible says in verse 27, the leprosy that was upon the man came upon Gehazi. You see, leprosy came upon him. The leprosy that left one cleaved on the other. Money cannot buy true men of God. Daniel chapter 5. Daniel was going to prophesy. Verse number 16 and 17. Daniel chapter 5. The king said, I'm here. I will give you everything you have. You see, I have heard of thee that thou can make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read this writing, make known to me the interpretation thereof. One, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet. Two, you will have a chain of gold about your neck. Three, you shall be the third ruler of the kingdom. I will make you so wealthy. Whatever you want, I will give to you. Look at Daniel. Verse 17. Jackson, I love Daniel. Daniel answered and said, before the king, let your gifts be to yourself. <laughs> ha! I love that man. God. He said, sir, sir, sir. Eh? Others may. I will not. Keep your gift to yourself. Some of us don't prophesy because of gifts. Let your gifts give your reward to another. Yet, I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpreter. I don't want money. I'm satisfied. I live a contented life. Keep your gift to yourself. I doubt how many men of God today can say like that. that. If you see a big man come and say, I'll give you 15 more jets. We say, oh, we will prophesy by force. We will read the writing on the wall. We will misread it all. We will, misread, we will write our own. Eh? I'm telling you. The man said, keep your, this was a king. You want me to speak to the king in those days? Over 127 prophecies. Belshazzar, son of who? Eh, Nebuchadnezzar. You look at him eyeball to eyeball. You tell the king, keep your gift yourself. Give your reward to another. You cannot buy this man. Other men can be bought, not me. However, I will read that interpretation to you. Mene, mene, take care of person. The Lord has weighed you. You're your way down. <laughs> I like that guy. I like that guy. I like that guy. Bold. May God give us a heart to be able to say, keep your gifts to yourself. Give your reward to another. Put your hands together for Jesus. That's number one. Number two. Number two is like unto it. Number one is what? Money cannot buy a true man of God. Yes or no? Don't forget that ever in your life. I didn't say money cannot buy politicians. I didn't say money cannot buy other men. Money cannot buy a true man of God. And there are so many politicians that even money cannot buy. There are too many professors that money, they have values. Nelson Mandela was not a pastor. He could not be bought with money. It's a thing of shame that even the pastors that should be living on higher moral standards are easily bought with money today. Can you imagine? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Number two is like unto it. And it's for all of you out there that go to the other to drop money, drop money. You are connecting, connecting. You are connecting. Connecting with what? 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 You come and connect. Come and drop money. 
What are you collecting? He said they are buying the anointing. They are tapping the anointing. Money cannot buy the anointing. Write it down. Or money cannot buy, watch me, the gift of God. Money cannot buy the gift of God or the anointing. This man in Acts chapter 8 came to Peter. He offered Peter money. And he said, Peter, I'm not buying you. But please, that power that you have, can you please give it to me? I want to have that power just like you have it. That I want to connect. Oh, my car, my car. I want to connect. I want to tap, tap, tap. What are you tapping? Are you a wine tapper? Wine tapper? Why are you tapping? Look at the man. Verse 19. Simon said, give me also this power. Verse 18. And when Simon saw that through laying on of hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. He offered. Oh, no, I don't think you're getting it. He offered. He, he dropped. Dropped something. Dropped something. He tried to what? To, to connect. To tap. 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 That's what we do today. That is what we do today. That thing, that, we, we just have a different way of refining it. No matter how refined you refine it. That's what we do. That's what you do. You go and meet him, go and tap, go and tap, go and tap. Man of God, man of God. I want your grace, I want your anointing. Is it the grace of God? Is he not giving grace? Is it not God that gave him grace? Freely you have received, freely give. Matthew chapter 10. It's not your Bible. Peter said to him, Thy money perish with you. For thou hast taught that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Ah! The gift of God. The gift of God. The anointing. You can't buy the anointing. I don't know, I don't know why we preach a different sermon today. You cannot buy the anointing. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. I am here in church today. I feel the anointing on me. This my face to well. Makare is carrying the grace of God. The grace, the grace, the grace, the grace. I want the first 500 people to come out. With twenty-four dollars for twenty-four hour, for whatever breakthrough, give me two hundred and fifty thousand naira. Come on and take your oh, is here. When you drop the money, you touch it. You have the power, 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 power. And we would have planned the first ten to come out. Those first ten are planted by me, but all of you muguns are not aware. So I plant the first ten around the church. You stay there. You stay there. So they want, they are coming out. Power. As they're coming out, it's called mob reaction. When you see people going out, you make you feel, ah, why am I not going out? So you, you join them. But the first thing that come out are my people. I, I, the first thing that come out, yay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I, know I, I spoil market. I'm sorry. They'll be angry. This man is spoiling my kettle. This man is spoiling my kettle. Which market am I spoiling? The first thing I planted to trigger a mob reaction. The others can come out. Then I said, they are under the anointing. The first hundred, I will touch the mantle. You must not touch the mantle alone. You must come and touch with some cash. If you don't have that, they start from 250,000. No, 500 will not come out. Come out. The people are okay. God said because He loves you, He has reduced the fee. God do. 150,000. 150,000. Then they say, Not Oh, the Holy Ghost all spoke to me now. Now there are few people here who deserve a breakthrough, who deserve a miracle. But because of the act of divine kindness, there's a kindness anointing. A kindness anointing is merged with a breakthrough anointing. No, if I have 50,000, 50, 50, 50. Come on. <laughs> so 50 come out you some shameless we will come 500 <laughs> shameless is there you have thought that you can buy the gift of God Acts 820 
Every preacher should know that passage. Every member in the church should read it and know it by heart. The gift of God cannot be bought with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be bought with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. I repeat, the gift of God cannot be purchased with money. Stop that nonsense. A thousand dollar seat. Never let that seat. Criminals behind the pulpit. Doesn't make sense. What are you selling? What are you selling? They give anointing. The gift of God may not be purchased. Is there? Are you not in your Bible? Are you going to write the Bible? I know they will not say, oh, Kasari does not understand the revelation. They, they have a different revelation. Very soon they will soon write a different Bible. We'll write a different Bible. Number three, money cannot buy health and life. Oh, Karabake. Money cannot buy health, money, and life. Do you know how many good women are looking for a fruit of the womb? They spend billions, they spend money. Look at my beautiful brother, whose wife, is it 11? Five years. There's so many. Money cannot buy health. There was a man that was sick, Hazaiah, in 2 Kings chapter 1, the king of Israel. He, went, he, he fell on the lattice and then he became sick. He went to inquire from a demon god in Ikron whether I shall recover. Elisha was hungry. How dare you go and meet some demon, Elijah, beg your pardon, some demonic god to ask if you will be healed. Elijah said, Tell him, Hi, a prophet, he shall die on that bed. Verse 8. You will die on that sick bed. Because in Ikron, they give a lot of uh, money. It's Baal from the word Baal Zebub. Baal Zebub, go to verse 2. You will see, go and inquire from Baal Zebub, from the same Baal Zebub. You see, Baal Zebub, from the same Baal Zebub, the god of Ikron. From St. Beelzebub. I told you, Beelzebub was the idol that does what? Miracles. That's why when Jesus cast out devils, they said, cast out devils. They said, oh, he casted out devils by Beelzebub. He was a demon that was responsible for miracles and, and stuff. He said, if I cast out devils by the finger of God, Matthew 12. So some, from the same word, yeah, Beelzebub and Beelzebub. Will I recover? When I recover from this helmet of sickness, money cannot buy you health. There are so many rich people that are sick people. Sick. And they, if they would trade places with the very poor who are healthy. You didn't get that. I'll say it again. There are so many rich people who are sick people who would trade places with the poor people who are healthy and there are so many poor people who are daft who would not mind taking the sickness of the rich those who taste wealth say, oh God, let me have cancer that man is rich sir take this uh, healthy what is health what is health without money take it uh, give me cancer. Let me be on the bed. They don't understand the value of good health. We don't understand it. We tend to think sick and wealthy is better than poor and healthy. May the Lord give you open, open your eyes. That you can wake up in the morning. You can run. You can go this way. Oh. You don't need to gym. My friend... That back ocean will say, Sir, we are eating. We, rich people, we are putting on so much weight, we eat to put on weight. The next minute, we are going to gym to, to drop it. Eh? Because we are gymming to drop this food, the weight we are gaining. Our problem is gaining weight. They, they don't even care if they are gaining weight. Because by the time you trek from home, from work, 
You take from work to home. You have to a natural gym. <laughs> Money cannot buy what? Health. Number four. This is very important. And this is where we have made mistakes in Nigerian politics. Money cannot buy character. Money cannot create a man. I wrote, money cannot buy character or create a man. You know why? It's man that created money. So if you think you can, because the man has money, make him a president. You are voting the wrong man. Check the character. So many people today walking around us. We don't know them until they get money. Because money reveals character. You will now know who the person is. You will be shocked. You will be very shocked. You will call him. Who will answer your call anymore? Huh? Is that what they bother? You will not know any issues. Sir, sir, why are you disturbing me now? I'm busy. Sir, yes, I, 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 I will see you next week. You know, you will be wondering. Is that not Jackson? Money has, didn't change them. Money simply revealed them. Character. Money reveals character. When you see men that have money and they're humble, ah, 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 they are good men. <laughs> they are good men. There's a man I know, very wealthy, terribly unassuming. You will never know he's wealthy. He wears Ankara. Once in a while, he will come to our church. Very comfortable. One Sunday morning, he came to church. And he drove a small vehicle. Ah, he lives in Nikoyo. Big house in Nikoyo. Massive. And he brought a small vehicle. No, no, Tico. Ah, ah. And he parked it. He entered the church. He sat in the crowd. He worshipped Jesus. Ah, ah. And he came out giving off. I said, look at that man. Go and call him for me. He said, no, no, I came to worship Jesus. Oh. And I called somebody, that man is very wealthy. You know what I'm telling you. Humble. Humble. Meanwhile, the usher <laughs> that has no money that would dress in borrowed attire go on Friday to Obiama to borrow attire to wear to church on Sunday to impress a fine girl. We'll look at this man and say, oh, God, come out, oh, God, come out. <laughs> and he has nothing in his pocket. Borrowing clothes to wear. Borrowing shoes to wear. And one foolish girl will see a man in borrowed attire, fall in love. You know, enter the relationship. Your eyes open. That eh? And I say, everything you saw was borrowed. I only have three shirts and two singlets. This is the true man. <laughs> one chance. The girl will say, I had that one chance. One chance. One chance. <laughs> Praise God. Money cannot buy character. I beg you, young men and young women, if you want to marry, marry character. Don't marry cash. Cash will come with time. Character cannot be created by money. Cash will come with time. Character cannot be created by money. You can't get that. If you don't have it, you don't have it. What's character? A gentle man. A patient man. A loving man, a kind man, a humble man, a nice man, a godly man, a Christian man. That's what we call character. Now we call character. Marry that man, embrace him, believe in him, stand by him, walk with him. That's character. I've been preaching character and morals for all my life. And I tell you, listen, I will not stop preaching until I die. Because that's all I'm going to preach. Let me be the last voice on earth. Preaching character, righteousness, and morals. I will keep preaching it. Let others preach prosperity. And let them preach it to their graves. I will keep preaching character, morals, till I go back to my graves. Marry character. 
carry it, embrace that. That will endure. Number five. Money cannot buy you safety from danger. Proverbs 11 verse 4. Riches profit not in the day of wrath. Wow. What profit is God? Righteousness delivers from death. Money cannot. Money cannot. There was a man who had bodyguards and straight bullets still hit him. Not even, they were not aiming for him. All the bodyguards were there. Straight, he was bending and straight bullets came. Bending, he hit him and killed him. Money could not buy him protection. Yet there are some people whose life is epitomized as Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall know what. That's why goodness and mercy shall follow me. On the right side is goodness. The two bodyguards sent by God, angel goodness, angel mercy, guarding you. So you don't need bodyguards. We have those two angels by, on your right, on your left. That's why a thousand can fall on the right, ten thousand on the left. They will not come near to any place. Why? For goodness and mercy are right by your sides, follow you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Brethren, it's important to understand that money cannot buy safety. Pastor Jackson, Pastor Jenkins, it cannot. Many of us don't know that. There are people that have been attacked at different times. Your protection, your safety is in the hands of God. Don't depend on your bulletproof car. It's God. They can't catch you in the car, they can't catch you with the poison. It's God that protects us, not money. Number six. I know you ask me, but sir, the Bible says in Exodus 10, money is a defense, wisdom is a defense, but the excellence of wisdom, it gives us life. What kind of defense? Security, financial security, that's what it means. That's what it means, as a cushion. Not to defend your life. Because money cannot defend you. Are you with me? Do you get this? Financial security. That's what it means. Speaking of financial security. Money cannot buy joy. And true peace. Because that can only be found in God. John 47. Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Why God will give you joy? Joy is a gift of the Holy Ghost. Can I hear him? Joy is a gift of the Holy Ghost. Money, that's why some people cannot understand why you are happy. I sing because I'm happy. They say, How, how, how? I sing because I am free. His eyes is on the sparrow, and I know, and I know he watches me. So they keep wondering, how do you do it? Why should my heart be discouraged? How much money you have in your bank account? Not much, and you are still dancing and joyful. Yes, why? The joy of the Lord is my strength. They can't understand the connection. And how you are happy when you are broke. They can't get it because their lives are connected to their bank accounts. Their lives, many years ago, I used to be like that, Victor. When the moment my bank account is red, I, do, I don't know why. Money is a demon who I would just be frowning in church everywhere. One day I asked myself, You know what happened today? I said, Nothing. Who abused you today? Nobody. Who fought you today? Nobody. So are you sad? Bank account. Ah. So how can bank account determine your happiness? I just found out. I didn't even know why. I just found out that whenever a big, big thing hit my account, and I boom, I just come to church happy. <laughs> I was wondering, okay, today, why are you laughing? I can't find out. What? Money. I had to rebuke that demon. I said, no, no, you cannot live your life. Don't let your bank account determine your joyous state. 
Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. It was a commandment, not a suggestion. Philippians 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Is it possible to do? Yes. How do you mean? The Bible says so. The Bible says you can do it. Then we can do it. Rejoice always. Because if you are going to leave this scripture, it means you, can, you must live under a different realm. You can be here and you leave that. Rejoice in the Lord always. So your rejoicing that one should be the fact that you are what? In the Lord. Even when you are broke, rejoice. If you lost your job, rejoice. In COVID, rejoice. When there's no food at home, rejoice. When you're not sure what tomorrow is going to look like, rejoice. In the Lord, rejoice. Always rejoice. Always. Always rejoice. Always. And again, I say rejoice. Finally, seven things money cannot do. This is for those of you that go to church every Sunday. And those of you that usually think, oh, you feel some prick in your conscience. Something is pricking you after service. After a great sermon. So what you now do is now leave that church. Because that man is always pounding the pulpit and pounding your heart. With your state. So let me go to a church where they will do positive teaching. Positive, not negative. What's negative? Telling you the truth is negative. When has truth become negative? When you teach people truth, they say you are teaching negative message. When how come truth is negative? Let me go to a church where they teach positive. Why? What you mean is they won't talk about sin. That's positive. So when they tell you lies, that's positive. Positive thinking and faith are two different things. So yet you go to that church, Jackson, and you still feel emptiness. You still feel that same prick in your heart there that state is still there it's called your conscience it's called your conscience you find it hard to sleep at night so what do you do you pick some big fat check or big fat money now go to me the pastor Sam I want to sow a seat in your heart you're still feeling guilty you're trying to launder or buy forgiveness you're trying to Say, how do I ensure this thing does not get there? Let me give some money. And you give that kind of seed and this thing is still there. That was what Judas felt. Money cannot cleanse conscience. Money cannot cleanse your conscience. But true repentance and restitution we do. You see, in Matthew 27, when Judas saw Jesus and just was betrayed, if felt something where here so he instead of repenting and making restitution which is different from regretting you can regret and not repent he took the money went back to the people and he dropped it and they said no we don't want the money so they gave him back the money and, and, and he still felt the prick after all, now the money has gone. But we're still feeling something where? Inside. What should he have done? Repent. He was full of regrets. But instead of him to what? Repent. Or make restitution to publicly announce. Not privately drop. Unlike Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19. When he saw Jesus, he publicly repented. And he said he will restitute in verse 8. Any money I've taken by false, I will do what? I will go and restore. You see, he said it publicly, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. If I've taken anything anyway by false accusation, I'll restore fourfold. And the next verse, look at verse 9. Jesus said to him, this day salvation comes to this house. After restitution and repentance, no regret. Money cannot cleanse conscience. Some people go and steal money. They say, I will just go and give some money to the pastor to cleanse my conscience. You're trying to launder the money and cleanse your conscience. Money cannot cleanse conscience. 
repentance will do. Simple prayer of repentance. Let the pastor pray for you. And restitution will do. Seven things money cannot do. No matter how, money cannot do that. No matter how. You have to publicly go and ask God to forgive you. Brethren, let me say it again. The failure of money is imminent upon our land. Many of you tend to think that money answers all things. That's not true. That once you have the money, all your problems are solved. That's not true. There are many things money cannot do. And because money has failed before, money will continue to fail men. I don't want money to fail you. Don't put your trust in riches. Don't put your trust in horses. Don't put your trust in money. Put your trust in God Almighty who gives to all men richly to enjoy. Put your hands together for Jesus let me pray with you at home and I want to make an altar call to those of you tonight today who may have watched this message and you feel you want to repent I don't know who you are you've done some terrible things some cruel things you've sold your soul to the devil you've done things you made hopes there's somebody I don't know who you are I think your name is John or James you're watching this program now which device I have no clue you've sold your soul to the enemy you've made some covenants that are terrible you feel trapped. I want to break that hold of the enemy. Could you please press your hand on the television or your phone as I pray for you. And please make sure you're repenting and asking God to come within your soul and save you. Ask him like God visited Luke. Um, in Luke, Zacchaeus, ask him to help you and to save you. Jesus said this day salvation has come only after Zacchaeus made a public repentance. You can't be saved without a public repentance by your heads. Father, thank you for your sons and daughters who are listening to me right now. I pray, Lord, that you will bless them. That man who's repenting, I ask Jesus that you forgive, you forgive, you touch his heart. Let your blood wash him clean and make him whole. In the name of Jesus, I pray, I ask virtue to flow through me right now. I ask, oh God, I release virtue to heal, to cleanse. I release virtue to break the hold of the devil. In the name of Jesus, that he that the son makes free, is free indeed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Give you glory and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put it together. Put it together. Thank you for listening. 